You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Ba- basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. This is Basketball Gold with Fratello and Phelps. He's Mike Fratello, NBA head coach, NBA color analyst. I'm Jeff Phelps. We were talking about the Cavaliers on the road trip, Mike, first game of the road trip in Denver. Cavs did not get the win. Donovan Mitchell sat out. And we're going to talk about resting players coming up in our next segment. But Donovan Mitchell sat out last night. I think we can understand why. He's seventh in the NBA in minutes played right now. He played 50 in the overtime win over Chicago. Uh, Cavs are two and three without Donovan this year. He's averaging 36.7 minutes per game. That's three more than last season. It's two and a half more than his career high. However, you talked about MVP candidates, Mike. He put on an MVP show Monday against Chicago. He had 58 points in regulation. And he had the most critical two points that turned out to be a lane violation that wasn't called, but we'll get into that. And then 13 points in overtime. That's a 71-point game. You're talking about an MVP performance, a guy who can put up MVP numbers, be an MVP for a team. There it was on display for everybody to see. Just a phenomenal game. New Cavalier franchise record for points in a game with 71. He couldn't miss. He didn't have Darius Garland. He carried his team to a victory against Chicago. I'm going to hit you with a little trivia question right here. I don't, right, mean, to on, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but Uh-oh. when you drive from the airport in Cleveland, yeah, towards where I live. What is the highway number that you're driving on? Oh, catchy. That would be How about that? 71. How about that? Okay. <laughs> and that made me think of Donovan Mitchell on the way in that. I bet it did. The young man wound up uh, putting that kind of uh, number up on the board at the end of the game, which to get, he had to go to overtime. Okay. He had to get to that overtime to be yep. able to have a chance at that 71. And he got himself to the overtime with his team by carrying them. And those are the performances that, you know, we're used to associating them with people. Uh, most recently, let's say Kobe's, for example, uh, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry's. Of course, you go back, Michael Jordan. Those kind of people could put uh, 60s and 70s up. Uh, well, I'll, give, I'll give you an interesting number. All right. Uh, let, me, let me give you a little perspective on this first, though. And it follows up exactly what you just said, Mike. Donovan is now one of six players in NBA history who have scored 70 or more in a game. Wilt did it five times. Kobe, David Thompson, Elgin Baylor, David Robinson. He tied the eighth highest scoring game in NBA history with the 71 points. And it's just the 12th game of 70 or more points in NBA history. 
So, you know, if everybody thinks it was just a fun little game where he scored 71, oh no, it was of major historic importance and proportions in the NBA. It, it was a phenomenal effort. And it wasn't a 71 point performance in a runaway game by the no, Cavaliers no, no. where they were up by 25 or 30 points the entire night. Every bucket of his basically until overtime, they're coming from behind, trying to catch up, trying to give themselves a chance to hang in there. Yeah, when they went down 12 or 13, whatever the biggest number was in that game that they were down, um, every basket he made seemed to be huge, cut into that lead, give themselves a chance. And I coached, I was blessed, blessed to coach one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history, and that was Dominique Wilkins. And Dominique scored 40 or more points 56 times in his career. Wow. He scored 50 or more points seven times in his career. His high twice was 57 points in two games. Never 60, never 70. So to me, it makes Donovan Mitchell's performance, it's like, wow, that's that's really hard to do. If you're coaching that game, and, and I, I love what J.B. Bickerstaff said afterwards. He, he said, you know, hey, he's got it going. Get out of his way. He told the rest of the guys, get out of his way. That Mike, I would think, on one hand, that's tough for a coach to tell his team. On the other hand, if a guy's playing like that and is hotter than, than Donovan Mitchell was that game, how do you not just say get out of his way and give him the basketball? I, I kind of smiled when I heard JB's comments because I remember that was part of my thinking in Game 7 against Boston. Uh, in the playoffs, when Dominique wound up with 47 points. And I, at times in the game, said, just let him go. And I think his teammates understood this guy is yeah. on a roll, an incredible roll. So he might shoot one bad shot, okay, of all the rest of the shots. But he's making so many shots, and he's carrying the team. They understand. They want him to keep going. They want to win the game. And he knows he's got it going. And as a coach, you're seeing it. What are you going to do, call one of your plays so your your, your ego gets involved and says, like, oh, I called that play and he got a bucket. No, he, he got a lot of buckets on his own. And you understand that and you kind of let it ride, like JB said. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The one thing, Mike, you know, Donovan's not Will Chamberlain. He's not, you know, seven foot tall. He's not David Robinson. You know, Kobe is was a bigger guy, you know, as a as a shooting guard, a small forward. David Thompson was what, six four, and Elgin six four. To me, a, a guy who is Donovan's size, let, let's say six two. And at his size, man, you've got to be on and you've really got to work because you're not getting a whole lot of easy baskets, I wouldn't think. And and to me, that makes it even that much more impressive. What I'm a little surprised of is that they didn't come and get the ball out of his hands more often. Mm. Once you see the other guy's got it going, 
bring that second guy, make him give it up and see if somebody else on the team can get a hot hand. So you run the second guy at him. Donovan's not going to force a shot against two people. He's not that kind of player. So he'll most likely give it up. You don't, you don't have your second best guy there, which is Garland in the backcourt who can make shots from behind the three point line on a regular basis. So see if that next guy, uh, whether it would be Karis LeVert or, you know, is it a Coro or whoever might be out there at that time? Can they make the shots that Donovan was making? Or, or you're just going to sit there and watch this guy basically assassinate you uh, as he's putting that game together of 71 points. That's what I was surprised about doing that game, watching that game, that he didn't have more. What, what do you think is a guy – you know, who, who was coached in the league and been an outstanding coach in the league. When you watch that type of a performance, Mike, I mean, what, what was going through your head? You didn't know. Obviously, in the beginning, when it seemed like he had it going, you don't know at those times what's going to happen, uh, how far they're going to fall behind. Is he going to get pulled out of the game if they fall too far behind? Um is he going to be able to keep it going? Because as you know, Jeff, a lot of times a player is one player in the first half. And when he comes out after that break, he's cooled off or he's mentally somewhere else. And it doesn't have the same kind of second half that he had in the first half. So you don't know all those things in the beginning, but then when the second half started, he, you see him again uh, performing at the level he was performing at. You, you just, you don't know how this whole thing is going to wind up and, from a coaching standpoint, I, I'm always like, wouldn't it be sad if he had this great game, this incredible game, and yeah. they lose the game, where he can't have the joy of a great performance and a great win. He's going to have the joy of the performance, but he's going to know that his team did not do what they set out to do that night and get a W. So both things happened, which made it terrific for the city, for him, for his teammates. That was a great night. Perfect example of what you were talking about where you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'll always, this one always baffled me. Remember Kevin Love had the 34 point first quarter against the Portland Trailblazers, set an NBA record for points in a first quarter. And Kevin was unbelievable. And he ended up with 40. And he barely touched the ball, didn't take a whole lot of shots the rest of the way, but he had that 34 point first quarter. So that, that's exactly what it is you're talking about. Do you remember if they won that game or not? Uh, they did, yeah. I, okay. I believe they did, and I believe they won pretty handily. So you you wonder without you know, having the game right in front of you, you wonder yeah. what direction, where did the ball wind up going then? You know, After that first quarter, I'm assuming Kevin took a rest in the second quarter. He might have had a little bit of fatigue factor there. And now when you bring him in after sitting him down for, I don't know how long he sat for in the second quarter, did the guys get him the ball or did the nature yeah. of the game take over or it didn't come back to him again? This has been Basketball Gold brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it.